Hello, and welcome back to Is This Real Life podcast with Lindsay. This is episode five, and today I have such a fun guest, my friend Grace. Grace is a health and wellness content creator. Grace would describe herself as a former type A OCD stress addict trying to learn how to live life more in a flow and not in the victim mentality. She shares her workouts and recipes as well as all things how to live a good life as she figures it out for herself along the way. Hi guys, I'm Grace. I am so excited to be on the podcast. If you hear a dog barking in the background, please excuse me. I am dog sitting and he's just a puppy. But yeah, I'm so excited for Lindsay to have me on. Um, We went to Mizzou together and then we became wellness, health and wellness insta besties. So I'm really excited for this. Oh, perfect. I'm so excited as well. We'll just kind of hop into some questions I already had out for you. So why did you originally start your wellness account? Like, I feel like we maybe started around the same time or at least within like a range of time together. So what was like the why behind yours all in all? So I started mine after I really got in. I got into my wellness like quote unquote journey for about a year start COVID And I had a food account already. So I was already doing recipes and stuff like that. And I'd always wanted to do like a health account, like workouts and that kind of thing. But I never really pulled the trigger on it. I was just always very like insecure about it. Like, oh, no one's going to care if I do that. And then once I got more and more into my wellness journey, that's when I was like, oh, screw it. I'm just going to do it. So I turned my food Instagram into an overall like health and wellness Instagram. That's awesome. Which quick shout out all the recipes you post literally since day. I remember when you first started and I think it was, was it good eats by grace or am I making that up? No. Yeah, it was good. Okay. Yes. It was good eats by grace. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to make so many of these meals. So I started and then it just kind of evolved. I love that. I feel like definitely in the time of COVID too, like that really brought on a lot of people wanting to pursue wellness and health more seriously, especially if you were already kind of like tapped into that a little bit. So I love that. When it comes to like, I guess now that like COVID is over, because I feel like not over, I shouldn't say that, but you know what I mean? There's we're not in quarantine full lockdown anymore. Not March. Yes, exactly. How do you balance like your real life now and jobs? I mean, you just graduated recently. So like, how do you balance all of that and maintain still like the same goals and habits that you set for yourself? There was actually quite a bit of a transition period where it was almost a reality shock for me because I got so used to quarantine where yeah. I was working out so much. I was like doing an hour in the elliptical every morning and then an hour of a YouTube video. And then I was walking three and a half miles in the afternoon because there was just literally nothing to do. Exactly. Um, which was also too much, but I was so used to doing so much health and wellness and like focusing on myself with so much time that it was a huge adjustment when I didn't have as much time. And I was like, oh my gosh, I have time for nothing now, which is not true. And Mm -hmm. I just had to adjust and say, all right, well, maybe I don't actually need to do a three hour workout in the morning. Like maybe that's a little hard on my body as it is. 
So it was really just finding the balance and letting it flow. Like I told you before, I'm a very, I'm working to not be a very type A person. So it was hard for me when I had to learn how to flow with like my workouts of, okay, I'm going to, maybe I'm not going to get to work out at 6am on the dot every single day. Maybe I'm going to have to fit in just a 15 minute ab workout in the afternoon or something. And that was definitely hard. But now that I have, I've become more in tuned of like listening to my body. So now I know if I'm so tired, I don't push myself and I'm not, you know, going the extra mile all the time. I can be like, today I need rest. Today I don't want to work out in the morning. So it's really just finding the flow of things and seeing what intuitively feels right. Yeah, no, I think that's awesome. I would totally agree. And I know that like you and I kind of can relate on the whole struggle to rest thing. I know you post a lot about it on your account. Just like some people will like lay down in the middle of the day and take a nap. And that's so awesome. I struggle with that so much. Like I know you posted, I think it was a few weeks ago where you just kind of like spent the day in bed and like how hard it is for people like us to do that. And not because we're like overproductive or anything like that. It's just, I'm the same way as you, like very type A, like trying to get everything done. And like, I mean, there was a while where I was waking up at like five, 6 a.m. to go to workouts. And then I started waking up at 7 a.m. And I was like, oh, I'm sleeping in so late. When in reality, it's just like, my body was still (laughs) right. I'm like, my body was literally begging me to just not do that. And so I think that's a good point because I've kind of made a transition in like my mindset with how I approach those rest days. And even like with my lifting schedule, I'll, you know, if I'm like super sore one day and I'm like, okay, my body needs rest instead of thinking, oh, I'm missing the gym. I think, oh wow. Like my muscles are going to be even stronger because I'm giving them that time to recover. Right. And I would say it's like pretty much the same with like mental health and honestly any type of overall health in my opinion. Yeah. You really just have to like recondition your mind to think the complete opposite thing. Like you said, I, I'm not having a lazy day. I'm resting. So my body is ready to go for the next day. Totally. Yeah. And it's so funny that you brought that up because I did post that reel about how I was in bed like a few weeks ago in the Uh middle of the day. And then yesterday I was telling my sister how tired I was because I've been waking up so early. And she said, Oh, tomorrow it's supposed to rain. Um, You should take a nap. That'd be perfect. And I literally, my instant response to her was, Oh, I don't nap. Same. I do not nap. But it's It's like, do I? And I try to like give myself rest, but then it's so easy to fall back on that, that original state of mind of, oh no, I don't nap. Instead Mm -hmm. where I'm like, oh wait, maybe that would be a good time to like rest and just catch up on some sleep if I've been lacking, you know? So exactly. Which I try and post that on good life. I try and be really kind of more, um, honest about it, but Cause it was just funny since I posted that I was napping and yesterday I was just so against that. It's yeah. Well, it's not all progress. There's a, there's a lot of regression that you have to work through. Totally. And I think also it comes with like, whenever you are, when, for me, at least whenever I've hit a point where I feel like I need a nap, like sadly, that usually is like a point where I'm like, okay, I'm exhausted. And by then it's like, I don't even want to step on social media and you know, it's a lot easier to just authentically and organically post whenever you're running around doing errands, going to work out, feeling really productive, like adding that to your productivity list almost. So then when you're finally laying back resting, 
sometimes it's hard. And like, I agree to like hop on social media and be like, Hey, I'm resting now. You know? Exactly. I, I feel the same way. I don't, I try and be transparent, but it's really hard because I'm not going to be the type of person to post like when I'm having a mental breakdown or crying or something. I know like people on TikTok and stuff that do that, which is fine. And it's good that it shows that they're like that, but that's just not what I'm thinking in the moment. Or if I'm resting, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I should totally film this. (laughs) I need to record this so people know that I rest. Right. It's, but at the same time, you, I want to share like, cause I don't want to come off to my followers that I'm just this perfect go getter that does everything. That's absolutely not true. Well, and I feel like there too, and maybe you can touch on this. That's where like a little bit of imposter syndrome creeps in because mm-hmm. for me personally, it's like, I don't have a huge following on my account yet, which is totally fine because the people that do follow me, like I'm so like, I'm, I'm honestly very lucky with like the community I've curated on my life with Lynn's account it's I would say it's small but very mighty and I always love all the feedback I get I love the engagement that I get with certain people I love the messages all types of things like that but I think that like sometimes I'm like oh am I qualified to be talking about you know like my (laughs) own health you know like and I'm then I'm sitting I'm like am I qualified to be talking about the things I've been through and I'm well yeah you know so yeah I think that I struggle with things like that too when it's like, how vulnerable do I want to get with certain situations? And exactly. where do I want to be just transparent? You know, all the things. So I would totally agree with that. Well, that kind of leads me into our next question. Because I said, uh, being in a space where you take great care of yourself, how do you handle the days when you feel off about your mindset, body, etc.? That is so hard. And I feel like I'm slowly getting better at it. But I definitely wasn't because I... I want to say I used to be, but I definitely am still addicted to social media and I'm working on lowering my screen time. But I will say that if I'm down, one thing that's awful that I do is I stay on social media when I know that I should get the hell out of these apps and I'll just lay in bed and scroll and scroll. And I know that it's so bad. So I'm really trying to be better about that. I actually just recently deleted TikTok off my phone. I got in like a three-hour TikTok hole and I was like, screw this. I deleted it off my phone because I said, this is too much because it is it is so addicting. But what I try to do is I try to get off social media because mm-hmm. when I'm on it, it just makes me feel worse. Yeah. Like, especially when you're going through something like that too, where I feel like, and you can probably relate to this, like I post about body image and um like mental health, stuff like that. And so when it comes to a point where I'm having a day where I'm struggling and then I'm doing all the things that I kind of preach not to do, like don't get on Instagram and compare yourself. But I mean, at the end of the day, it's like inevitable. Right. But I would totally agree. I think part of progressing in your wellness journey is like looking at that and saying, like being able to be self-aware enough to know that, hey, maybe I need to step off social media but it yeah. kind of gets you in this rabbit hole where, you know, you feel anxious and you're like, okay, well, I don't want to get off social media because I'm so anxious, you know? Exactly. It is such a rabbit hole. And that is one thing that I'm working on that's bad that I do. But I will say one thing that I've been doing recently that has really helped is just getting outside. Mm-hmm. I think one w- reason why I was so like, I was down a lot more in the winter times is because I was on social media so much, but I also wasn't outside because, you know, it was snowing and cold. Yeah. And 
So I've really made it a point this summer to be outside as much as possible for as many hours in the day. Like if I'm watching TV, it's outside. If I'm on my phone, I'm going to at least be outside. Uh And I will say that that has helped so much. Just getting back to nature, like even sitting outside for five minutes in the grass doing nothing can do so much for my mental health. And yeah, so that's coming. Yeah, no, I would agree. Like coming back to yourself in that sense. And I think like going into the winter months, I know last year, um, I talked to my therapist about it a little bit before going into the winter months, because I usually get kind of down like everybody does around this, you know, when the seasons start to change and it gets colder outside, especially in Missouri. We love that. But, um, (laughs) she like made me make a list of things I could do that obviously like I couldn't go outside, go on walks, but think other things I could do that weren't getting on social media or getting on my phone or doing something task wise. So like, that way I could always refer to that list and be like, okay, maybe I should draw or maybe I should read a book. And it sounds so cliche, but if you have an actual list typed out or made up, then you can, when going back to refer to those things, you can convince yourself at least all you have to do is convince yourself to start reading. Cause usually I'm like, Oh, I don't want to get off my phone and start reading a book because that's just going to like change my levels of stress in in an odd way. You know what I'm saying? And so, but once you start, it's like, okay, you're like, I'm fine. And I'm, 20 pages deep in a good book. So mm-hmm. I think having that set up for you as well is always good. And if it's something that people struggle with in the summer, then doing things like getting outside. But I would agree yeah, that it's a lot I'm totally going to use that. Yeah, you should. It's great. So I, I think like, it's also, oh, sorry. No, what were you going to say? Um, I think it's also hard because that list is such a great idea. And then in my mind, what I was thinking of is honestly, what I'd probably tell myself if I saw that list is, I don't have time for that. And then I'd be on social media because we, I think collectively the world just thinks that we don't have time and it's Mm -hmm. because we're just always on social media apps when in reality you do have time to read a book and you do have time to draw and because there's so much time, but that's also something that I think is struggling for me to get off the phone is because I just think, oh, I don't have time. So I'll just stay on this social media app until I have to like, go do my next thing. Yeah. And then I also, I feel like I convince myself. I'm just like, okay, well, I'm at least like take, if I'm on my life with Lynn's account, I'm at least taking in good, healthy content. You know what I mean? Versus right. like, if I'm just on my normal Instagram, I don't, I mean, I honestly don't really like being on there a ton. Cause it's just, I love keeping up with people, but it's, it's just not my preferred way to keep up with people. I would say, right. but like, even before bed, I, you, I, try most nights to read before bed and I can truly feel a difference whenever I put my phone down and actually read and then go to sleep versus like being on my phone up until the moment I fall asleep it is crazy how much of a difference it makes it's I've been reading before I go to bed the past week and last night I actually put a movie on before I went to bed because I was like halfway into it and it was really good so I wanted to finish it and I was like this is perfect and I slept awful compared to how I've been sleeping the past week mm-hmm. because before I was just reading and then you get so tired when you read and you have I just this so tired. I can like never finish I it takes me forever to finish a book I've been on some the one of the Colleen Hoover books forever because I'm like I only read before bed but I can only read a few pages and then I'm like my eyes are tired so yeah. I'm out. sometimes all it takes is a few sentences and I'm out <laughs> exactly Okay. So another question I had for you was 
when do you feel this is kind of more of an uplifting question, but when do you feel the most inspired or like your best self? I feel the most inspired and like myself when I'm a not on social media mm-hmm. and be not comparing myself to people, you know, on social media, but also off social media. I yeah. grew up a very competitive and comparative person, like mm-hmm. anything anyone else was doing, I either had to do it better or I was not as good as them. So not comparing people to anyone on social media or not really helps me get into myself and just feel like myself. Totally. Meditating helps a ton for me, which I've gotten into recently. I haven't meditated, I think this whole month, which sounds really bad. I (laughs) I want to ask you about meditation because I struggle with it so much. Like I think people think like there's a stigma around meditation as a whole and just like that you have to like quiet your mind, quiet everything. But right. I've listened like recently I've listened to podcasts about like two minutes in the morning can just like calm, you know what I mean? So yeah, totally. give me a quick run through of. I use, so I only use Mimi Bouchard's app, Superhuman. It's a meditation app. I've tried so many medita- meditations. I've tried Joe Dispenza's meditations and nothing really helped because I think because I was so new at it, my mind was was wandering so much. I couldn't sit down for 30 minutes and just think maybe mm-hmm. one day I'll get to that point. But right now, like that's just too advanced for me. Yeah. And the reason why I love Mimi's is because you're she's almost making you think the whole time kind of while meditating. Like you're constantly thinking of your future self, who you want to become, who your best self is, how you want to act. And she also has meditations that you can do that aren't like sitting meditations. You know, she has the walking ones. You can go on a run and listen to one. And it's like actually very hype, honestly. Like it, I have to listen to music when I run and this Uh like really gets me going. So I really like that one. And she has like mirror affirmations where you can, you know, do your makeup in the morning and you're listening to all these positive affirmations. And that really helps me feel like myself because I'm just constantly listening to all these empowering words as I'm, you know, staring at myself in the mirror. So I love it. But I will say that a lot of meditations are hard for me when my mind does wander. So I can only do some. So it's a superhuman app. Yeah. Superhuman. Okay. I always see you post about it. Yeah. I I was an ambassador for them and I don't uh-huh. have any anymore because I kind of stopped posting about that. I kind of dropped, <laughs> I, think I, dropped I think I dropped the ball on that one, unfortunately. Well, now but, you're, now you're advertising for them right now. So you're good. You know, <laughs> post. But I am obsessed with the app. Like when I do use it, I'll get, it's kind of like reading for me. I'll go in sways of meditating, you know, I'll stop for a little, but then once I get into it, it's like really hard to stop. I actually do want to fall asleep with my, like my alarm clock, my alarm clock is like the hatch alarm clock. So it Mm -hmm. talks me to sleep with the meditation. But honestly, I think at this, I'm so it's the same meditation. I need to switch it up. But I, I think now I'm just like used to falling asleep to this lady's voice. So I'm like, I need to like, I don't actually like focus in on it. I just kind of fall asleep. So I'm like, I need to like. One thing I have been doing for sleep is I made, um, a 24 hour sleep playlist and I use Apple Music, but I'm sure they're on like Spotify too. Uh-huh. I just looked up uh, freak. I don't know if you listen to any like frequencies all the uh, time. And yeah, that's what I listen to in the morning and night, like when I'm doing my morning yeah. and night routine. 
they have long sleep frequency songs that are like some of them are eight hours some of them are 10 minutes and the sleep ones are all about like you can there's ones about you know manifesting money and cell regeneration whole body all this kind of stuff so i'll have that on in the background and i really think it's been affecting my sleep in a good way like i think that having it on the whole time while i sleep is kind of like subconsciously creating a positive effect on my body I've actually heard that too. I mean, I've heard people do, I mean, this is like side note, but like if people are trying to memorize things, this could be totally made up. If people are trying to memorize things too, they'll play it while they're sleeping. Not that they'll like be rehearsing it while they're sleeping, but it has some like link to them memorizing. I don't, I don't know what it is, but I'm like, I wonder if that's kind of along the same wavelength. Yeah, of I totally memory. think so. But who knows, right? Yeah. But yeah, okay. meditation, meditation really helps when I've, that's how like I boost my confidence a lot. That's good. So you would say overall, like that's how, that's when you feel most like yourself when you're kind yeah. of in tune with yourself more. Yeah. When you're just that's listening great. to your body and just tuning out the outside world, honestly. I would agree. Like back to what you were saying about flow. I think I feel my best self when I'm in the flow. I'm not I'm genuinely just letting everything balance out and everything happen for itself. And I'm not letting like anxiety get the best of me. Um, and just like other things that I would sometimes often struggle with. I am not letting those come in like they used to, I'm not responding in the same ways. And that's when I notice like little amounts of progress and I'm like, Oh, you know, me last year would have responded to that so differently and like good, like little pat on the back. So even in little situations like that, totally. Okay, I want to gear it towards your four-week challenge program. I wanted to ask a quick question about that. I want you to tell us about it. I know you recently did a giveaway and you have some merch out. I Give all the details. So I made my four-week challenge uh, because I, I think that was maybe when I was in like more of a low state and I was just like, screw this. I want to totally get back into things. Mm -hmm. And I want to do something where I can like track it and stay committed. So then I thought of the four week challenge and it's four weeks of workouts, um, affirmations, journal prompts, recipes, all in a little booklet. So you can, I have the booklet and then I can like write down my journal prompts in it. I have a habit tracker in that so I can check off my habits every day. I have my recipes that are, you know, balanced and healthy, but you know, not like crazy restrictive or anything. Totally, It's yeah. I really loved it. It really did help me get back, you know, into the groove of a routine. Are you, were you, you were selling them at one point, right? Are you still selling them? Um, yes. I don't have any in stock right now, but they're really easy to order. So like if actually someone messaged me yesterday that, that they wanted to order too. So then I just order them and they they really ship quick, pretty fast. So yeah. Are you doing any, like, can you foresee yourself doing any updated challenges or just like yes. anything new with things? Or is there anything coming that you can tell me about? I would love to do another challenge. I think that one, that did really well. And I think people really loved that. So I want to do one maybe in the fall or it would be cool to do a winter challenge because I think people's motivations kind of dip a little bit more in the winter. So yeah, one, I think it'd be awesome. kind of like that. I think two, like sorry to interrupt. I think like it's like a fall reset's always good. And four weeks is very feasible. Like it's very easy for someone to commit to something for four weeks right? in terms of like, you know, 
three month challenge versus like a four week challenge, especially for people getting started and wanting to kind of balance both their physical and mental health. Right. That's great. Totally. But so hopefully that's in my future. I love that. Well, great. It's been such a good combo. I'm going to do a few rapid fire questions. Okay. At the end, we have like just a few of them for our last few minutes and then I'll tell everyone where to find you and then we'll be all good. Okay. So if you could have a billboard with anything on it, what would it be and why? I think I would have a plain white billboard with just a giant affirmation on it so that anytime someone buy it, it would say like, I am my best self or a more inspiring affirmation that everyone can drive by every day just to create a little bit of positive impact on everyone. I love that. And just, you know, on your way to work, get started a little bit. That's great. Yeah. yeah. Okay. If you could have lunch with your 18 year old self, what advice would you give her? Stop. Um, stress. <laughs> stop. Just stop. No, <laughs> just stop. You're done. <laughs> no, uh, stop creating your own stress. Yeah. Everything. So gonna- good. I feel like I, w- I mean, I would have a lot of things to say to my 18 year old self and honestly my current self, but that's great. I think. Okay. The best form of social media to grow your platform today. I would like to say, so I would like to say Instagram because I like Instagram the best, but I feel like TikTok is just like growing crazy. Right no, now. it's so sad because I'm just the content I produce is just not like like it's more geared towards what Instagram would be like right, the platform right. of Instagram itself. Mm-hmm. Because I'm just not a tick. I'm I'm just not a TikTok creator. I just I, know. Just I try and then I can't. I think it's just going to become my personal TikTok if I ever want to post for fun because it's, I don't know, it's just a lot of work, I think. Yeah, I think I like dabbled in that too for a while. And then I was just like, it is, it's a ton of work and I can't get the same, like it's so, you have to be so articulate with the algorithm that I'm like, I just want to post what I want to post. If it does well, that's great. If it doesn't do well, that's fine. I still want to get it out there type of thing. Because all the content I create is like for a reason, you know? Totally. Okay. What does good life mean to you? Good life is the just the ultimate balanced life. It is where you just feel so good. You don't you don't feel, you know, overly good on, you know, the health side and then like the fun side. It's just overall in the middle. Like you can balance your life. You feel good about yourself. You feel good about your body. You're just in a really good place. And I feel like good's a kind of mediocre word, but yeah. it's not supposed to be in this sense. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Okay. The easiest way to get started on a mental and physical wellness journey. Um, I think pick like five habits to start and then stick to those habits and don't go on social media too much because there's way too much information out there that you can get overwhelmed so easily because everyone's doing something different. So just pick five things you want to start and then work on that. Yeah. Along with that, like I would just start like yeah. literally if you want to start the page, start the page. If you want to start going to the gym and you're scared, go to the gym, ask yeah. a friend, you know, like do whatever in your power to just start and right. stop giving yourself excuses. That was me for like a very long time on like my life with Lynn's. And I was like, Oh, people don't want to hear what I have to say. And it turns out people did. And if they yeah. don't, then don't listen. But for the most part, like just start on yeah. anything. Exactly. I would agree. Okay, our last rapid fire question is what would you pick for the last meal? 
you love food. You love to cook. So I'm interested to hear. That is so hard. Right now, I think rapid fire, I would have to pick a really delicious um, angel hair pasta, like a oh, white sauce. I love angel hair. And then like, love angel hair. made of truffle fries for sure. Oh, I love that. It's such a good answer. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Thank you everyone for listening today. If you want to find Grace on any social media, her Instagram, I'll have it linked in the post, but it'll be at good life by Grace F underscore and then Good Life by Grace F on YouTube and www.goodlifebygracef.com. Well, Grace, thank you so much. It's been so fun talking to you. I'm so glad you could be a guest on my yeah, podcast. Thank you so much. This was so fun. Um, I hope it wasn't, it's like torrential downpouring here. So I hope it wasn't thundering too much and I have dog barking in the back. So I hope the audio is <laughs> okay, cool. But yeah, this was really fun. Thank you for having me on. Of course. To finish things off, I just wanted to give a huge thank you to anyone who listened to a little bit or all of this podcast. Um, It's so nice knowing that people are actually listening to the things that I am creating. So it's such a fun episode. It's so nice to talk to Grace. And if you would like to share this with a friend or give me a good rating, that would be amazing. Thanks again. Until the next episode. Bye.